Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Brad Davidson Show. Today I'm uh, on the road. I'm out in Vegas for my daughter's big volleyball tournament. I wanted to make sure we got a podcast recorder for you. So, setup's a little funky, but we're getting it. Um, today I really want to talk about two two things that have been coming up a lot the last couple of weeks in my world. I think they're really important to share about. Uh, the first one is how to get results. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, gosh, I'm doing all these things, I'm not getting results. And what do you think gets the best results? I want to talk about that. And then second, I've been getting a lot around, I need to go vegan. Uh, I'm getting pressure to go vegan. Everyone, every one of my these mentor groups think that they're, they're all going vegan. And this new video came out, You Are What You Eat, Twins Edition, and showing how good the vegan diet is. And so I want to just give my uh, thoughts on that as well. So I want to start off with the results thing. I was having a great conversation with a gentleman the other day talking about the difference between people who get results and people who don't. And there's a couple of realities. Uh, he said, gosh, you know, I've noticed some people doing horrible programs get great results and then other people doing great programs not getting any results. And we came to the conclusion that it really comes down to the why. Like, what are you doing this for? And what I've found continuously over the years is when you have big goals or a big drive behind why you're trying to take care of yourself, why you're trying to look better, you could be on a really bad program and still get pretty good results. You get on a great program and get great results. Uh, a classic example I love to use, I had a client in the past come up to me and I trained this person for their wedding. And the results they got for the wedding were just staggeringly awesome. Big goal. A couple years later, this person came back to me and says, I don't think your program's working anymore. It's just not doing it for me. So I pulled up the picture of the wedding day. I said, um, is it the program not working for you or is it your commitment and effort to the program that's not working for you? And the response is like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm putting half the effort in now than I was back then. So, so often it's not the program that's wrong. It's the driving force behind the desire to get the results that's not there. If you want great results, you have to have big goals behind the results. If it's just to look better for your selfies or you know, to be more attracted to people. In all honesty, I've never seen that be a big enough driver. And so people tend to like jump in a little bit, put their toes in, go a little bit, and then bounce off. Oh, it's not working for me. But people have big goals or big reason why. Um, I've seen a number of different big reasons why. I've seen weddings. I've seen trying to rebuild people's lives. I've seen post-surgery. I've seen dramatic results. People have been wiped out by surgery or some type of injury or some type of disease. They come back. They have big reason why. Right? They're pursuing something bigger than themselves. They want their life back. I see that happen to athletes all the time. When they're in their sport, playing their sport, training for their sport, they kill it year after year after year. They retire. All of a sudden, that big driver is gone. It goes south. They're still trying to work out, still trying to do those things, but with half the effort because the goal behind is not as big. So if your goal is to look great, you got to find a big driving force. I, I struggled with this. Yeah, for the longest time, I was training for sport. And every time I had a big goal behind a sport, I'd be all in, I'd go hard, I'd eat well, I'd sleep well, I'd do all those things. And I remember when my sporting career ended, I said, you know, I'm going to take a couple weeks off of lifting hard, especially training my legs, like squats and deads and all those things I used to grind through day in and day out, week after week, month after month, year after year. And I'm just going to take three weeks off, just kind of relax a little bit, go on vacation. That three weeks ended up being six years. I would still do it, but with half the effort. I still consistently worked out, but in all honesty, with half the effort, I wasn't following my nutrition plan very well. I you know, fell into my bad habits, things that were hampering my, my metabolism versus helping them. And I struggled with this for years. 
And knowing with people, knowing exactly what the problem was, I just couldn't find the big reason why anymore. I couldn't find the purpose behind it. Uh, you know, now I've spent a lot of time focusing on like, okay, well, what is this? I talked about in the last podcast, the whole worthiness thing, like what helps me feel worthy? And I came across this quote and I want to share it to you. I'm going to read it to you real quick. A fit body, a calm mind, a house full of love. These things cannot be got. They must be earned. From Naval uh, account, I probably butchered his last name, but um, that hit me. Like those are the three things that I now really, really value is, is that, you know, I had to go through hell to, to discover that I lost my body. I lost my mind. I, you know, my, my family life was struggling. And when you don't have those three things, you don't have much of a life I discovered. So that became my bigger purpose. Why? I want a fit body. I don't care about how it looks. I care about how it performs. And what's super, super funny is for the long time throughout my life, I was trying to create a body that looked a certain way for status, attention, value, all those things, worthiness. And I worked hard on trying to find that, and I never could. And now I put the emphasis all on I want a fit body so I have great energy. When I go out to practice with my kids, I am demoing versus just telling them. Like, I will never be that dad that's saying, you need to do it like this. I'm going to show them how I want them to do it. I'll never ask anybody I work with to do something I can't do. That's another very valuable thing to me when I'm working with my clients. I will never ask somebody to do something I cannot physically do myself. So that means I got to stay pretty fit with everything. Because there are times my clients will challenge me. I want to see you do that. Uh, One of the classic ones, I was working with a SWAT team and I was doing all the nutrition work. And they told me one day, like, we don't even know if you're in shape. Why are we taking advice from you? We we don't even know if you can do what we do. They said, so you got to come pass our physical test if you want to keep working with us. I said, okay. They're extreme CrossFit guys. The way they trained was, was legit, extreme, hard CrossFit. I'd never done CrossFit. But I was able to go out there. And I finished it because of how well I was taking care of myself. So I think it's really, really valuable to have a big purpose why behind why you're staying fit. The whole calm mind thing. I've talked a lot about this in this podcast. It took me years to get this straight after everything I've been through. And I shared the story about being in the car with my daughter where she's like, dad, you don't have any music playing. What's wrong with you? I worked really hard to get in a comfortable state where my mind was calm and the quiet. It's incredibly valuable to me. But I have to work at it day in and day out. So I got to work on my fitness day in and day out. If I want to keep moving, especially as I get older, I have to keep moving. I have to keep training. I have to keep working on these things hard. When it comes to love in my house and my children, I, I got to work hard on that. I got to be present. I got to be there. I got to have energy for that. So all of a sudden, my emphasis has been now I'm taking care of my body for the rest of my life so I can continue to show up. Yes, I'm getting older. And, and age is going to take us out. Age is going to have an impact on us. But I could give up now and spend my later years in life in a fragile state, or I can continue to work through it and not be fragile. I want to be 80, 90 years old and still being able to move well with my grandchildren. So those are bigger goals for me. So if you're having a hard time getting results with your programs, you're working out but not going anywhere, take some time. Take a deeper dive into it. What are you doing this for? To be a present parent, to be more, uh, more present for your significant other, to have more energy in life, to experience life at a higher level. I'm going to tell you right now. And I shared this when I talked about my dad. When you can live life aggressively, it's awesome. When you go out and do those things you want to do at any given day, how you want to do them, there's a much better way to experience life than to not be taking care of yourself and these opportunities show up and you want to go do them and you can't do them well. So some ideas around that. Have a bigger purpose and a bigger reason why you're taking care of yourself. Whatever those things are. And I'm going to tell you right now, those three things, you get those three things dialed in. 
a fit body, a calm mind, and more love in your house, it's only going to enhance your life. I promise you will not take away from your life. So much of life is spent in a fragile state. We're worried about getting hurt, especially as you get older like me. There's a worry. I'm like, oh, can I do that? Am I going to get hurt if I do that? That's not a fun way to be. So take care of your body. So you don't have to worry about those things. To keep your mind in a calm state. You know, we struggle a lot with mental health, especially in America. You got to work on it. It's not just going to fall in your lap. You have got to work on it day in and day out. I, I, I told you for the longest time, I tried to avoid that part. I just thought if I was just physically fit enough, I was strong enough, I could beat anything. And life wiped me out. And it was my mind, my mental state. I couldn't handle it. Didn't matter how strong I was. Didn't matter how much resilience I had in the weight room or from a conditioning standpoint. Up here between my ears was a mess. And it took me years to get that straight. And I'm still working on that. I'll be working on it for the rest of my life. And I'm telling you, a calm mind is so valuable to have, especially when you're under a ton of stress. And the love in the house, the more love you have, I really believe life is all about relationship. The better your relationships are, the better your life is. So have the energy, have the calmness, have the ability to be present with those people you love. And all of a sudden, taking care of yourself is for such a bigger purpose. You start enjoying life at a whole bigger level. So it's got to be about more than just looking great. So spend some time. What are those things I want more out of my life? Uh, Tom Ferry and Dr. Dane Grove had a great conversation this one time. I may have shared this. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not having it or not. But Dr. Dane said, you know, he's a doctor. And he spent time working with sick people. He spent time as the head of medical when I was with Stark. So he saw high performers. And he said, I, I, this is what I've seen. There are three types of people. There are the people that are sick. And the people that are sick are very motivated to get healthy. They have a big reason why. Then there's a third group of people. These are just people pursuing greatness. They're getting aggressive. They're trying to live a better life. They have a big purpose. Why? You give those two people extreme things to do, they will do whatever it takes to create change. And they will get it. Then you have this group in the middle. They're just looking for wellness. They just want to be well. He goes, and those people, what he has discovered, have no drive behind taking better, than, better care of themselves. They're just kind of mediocre getting through life day in and day out. They don't really change much. They just kind of stay status quo. They're not quite sick enough to have that bump or that need, and they don't have enough drive for the greatness side of things. So if you're in that state and you want more, you got to mentally get yourself in a state to start living for more. If you're sick, you know what I'm talking about. If you're sick, you'll do whatever it takes to get healthy. So his great statement was, F wellness, pursue greatness. Because if you really want a better looking body, you really want to be optimal, you really want to have a great life, screw wellness, pursue greatness. So I want to leave you with that in that realm. If you want to look better, you want to feel better, you want all the things that can come from taking care of your body. You got to up the ante. You got to have a bigger game behind just trying to look better or drop 10 pounds. You got to up the ante. And the next thing that's been falling in my lap a lot lately is this whole idea behind becoming vegan. And I am unbiased to it. I, I've seen some people do it and it works well. I've seen other people do it and it doesn't work well. But when it comes down to this idea, there is no nutritional plan that's going to be right for everyone. And I know science is trying so hard to find, here's the answer. And they're all over the place. We got the vegan, we got the carnivore, we got the keto, we got the carb loading. There's lots of different ideas. You got to find what's right for you. Now, this new documentary that came out uh, recently that I've been getting a lot of uh, uh, questions about, have you seen this? What do you think? Should I go vegan? I think it's, in all honesty, pretty biased. It's a documentary. It's meant for entertainment. And it says that. This new one took a, a couple sets of twins and had one twin eat 
uh, vegan, one twin eat uh, more carnivore, like more meat based. And then they did a bunch of tests on them for these four groups over a short period of time and tried to show the changes. And the vegan group had a much better emphasis and changed in regards to their blood chemistry than the carnivore group did. But there's a couple of interesting things I want to share with you on this. One, four, four groups, like a study of eight people is a super small study and it's a very short window of time. So that's not a very valid idea around study. The director of the uh, documentary was vegan. The main man behind the whole thing that is out of Stanford, I got a lot of respect for him. I like what he does. He's very on top of it. But he's also vegan. And his program at Stanford is um, uh, paid for by Beyond Meat. So there's a lot of emphasis and want behind the vegan world for this thing to work. So it's pretty biased that way. Uh, one thing that popped up in it is that some of the, the, the members uh, that were eating the vegan diet lost muscle mass eating the vegan diet. And they were told this because of how you eat, how you were eating. You weren't following the plan specifically. But I've seen that a lot of people going vegetarian and vegan is they start to lose muscle mass. And I believe muscle mass is the number one predictor of longevity. Tufts University has shown it. I can see it. You're more likely to fall and get hurt as you get older if you don't have muscle mass. Uh, life is just better and you function better. You're more metabolically active when you have muscle mass. So for a lot of people, going vegan doesn't work. It's hard to maintain. And the kicker with that is afterwards, they asked all the, uh, the members of the, uh, the, did the vegan diet, are you going to continue to do this? They all said no. It was too hard. The ability to sustain it is not there. So if you really want to change your life, you got to be able to follow a plan that's sustainable. So that's a problem for me. Again, I'm not knocking on it. Okay. I just don't believe there's one right answer for everyone. I've seen it work for some people and be horrific for others. You got to start taking care of yourself. You got to be the test subject of one. What works for you? That's how I've always done it. Trial and error. If something interests me, I want to learn all about it. And so I'll try it. When a client comes to me and says, hey, I'm really interested in the vegan diet. I think I want to look into it. I don't know enough about it. So I will set them up with an expert to go explore that and then start testing it. Does it work for you? Does it not? Same thing with keto. Same thing with carnivore. Same thing with vegetarian. Same thing with vegan. Here's the reality about nutrition and, and the science realm. People are going to hate me when I say this, but the studies around nutrition aren't solid. They're not great. You see, that in order to have a great study done on nutrition to see what really works and what doesn't, you have to have a large population of test subjects, large, like hundreds of thousands, ideally. And then those test subjects have to be in the same exact environment, living the same way, doing the same things, having all variables controlled for a very long period of time. There's very few uh, nutritional research pieces that go past, that are done well, that go past like 18 weeks. It's really hard to keep a large group of people doing the same thing in a large period of time, and, and they can't do it. You can't do it. So a lot of the research information coming out, unfortunately, isn't perfect because of that. Like none of the research being done would be consistently well enough to be able to be used for like a drug. You can't control the variables long enough, well enough, long enough with a large enough group of people. Just remember that when you're reading science. I spoke one time at an event and this gentleman in the crowd afterwards came and said to me, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that you explored nutrition with us the way you did. And it was very much like I'm talking to you right now. I gave some general ideas, but I told like, look, this is a study of one. It's got to be you testing things out and finding what works for you. And I gave them some strategies on how to do that. And I said, why do you say that? He goes, well, because I was ready to blast you when you walked in here. If you would have come in and say, here's the only way to do this, here's the best way to do this, I would have blown you out of water. See, I have a PhD in animal nutrition, so I run research on animals. 
And with animals, we can take a large population of an animal and we can control all the variables for as long as we want. And then once the study is done, we can euthanize the animals and dissect them to see exactly what happened. You can't do that with humans. So animal nutrition, we're very structured. We have one really good research with human nutrition. They don't do that. They can't do that. They can't control the variables, right? They, they can't have it last for a long period of time. It's hard to get a large group of people to do that for, a large, for, for, for years and years and years. And you sure as heck can't euthanize them and then dissect them to see what happened. So remember that as this push is coming, oh, this is the answer. Science says this. You can only do this. This is the only way to do it. I recently got a, a text message from one of my clients. like, hey, all these people in my mentorship group, they're all going vegan. They're putting a lot of pressure on me to go vegan. I said, man, in the last hundred days, doing the way you've been doing it with me and we're eating meat every day, uh, you've made a hell of a lot more progress than any group of that people have. I mean, you've dropped like 25 pounds. Your, your blood chemistry is getting better. Your energy's through the roof. I mean, you're on day three of skiing right now and, and crushing it. Like, I think you're doing pretty well. I said, so my suggestion to you is explore it if you want, but recognize that out of the last hundred days, who's made more progress, you or anyone else in that group? He's like, me by far. I said, then I probably wouldn't change that. I would probably consistently keep doing what you're doing. But if you really want to explore it, let's set you up with someone who really knows what the hell they're doing with it. So you get full service in regards to what you would need with that. He goes, no, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I just was feeling pressure. Like maybe I need, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I need to do it that way because they're also bought in. I'm like, what triggered that? He said the new documentary that came out. So they were persuaded by entertainment. They were persuaded by a documentary to believe like, oh, this is the answer. Same thing happened when Game Changer came out with the athlete, the one athlete who went vegan. It's the same exact people who did that documentary, did this documentary. So they're trying to persuade us that vegan is the answer. Now, for some people, it's going to be. I won't lie about that. I've seen it work well for some people. But again, I've also seen it be devastating to other people. I'm not here to say I have the right answer because I don't. All I know is that the only way I've got great results with people throughout time is to start with a basic idea, something they can follow. And again, I really like to focus on things that will improve behavior around how, to, how a person lives. So for example, a lot of my people are under a lot of stress. So I will give recommendations on how to live and support the stress cycle so you can optimize it when you're under stress and recover from it at the end of the day to help recover from the stress so it doesn't wipe people out. I still believe stress is the greatest enemy. That is the one thing I still believe to this day for everyone I work with and everyone I talk to, stress is the greatest enemy to the metabolism and to our health and to how we're doing things because it wipes us out over time. So that's how I do it. And then from there, we begin to just check. How's it working? What's your blood chemistry doing? What's your body doing? What's your energy doing? How's your sleep? How's your mood? How's your productivity? How are all these things? If they're going well, we keep going. If they're not, they start to subside or start going in a downward fashion, we'll make changes. And I have seen some people be able to implement the vegan diet and everything optimizes and work, works well. I will also tell you this, track it long-term. I've seen people go on the vegan diet and in the first six to eight weeks, it's like, wow like an unreal response. And I see when they continue to do it, I've seen a tank happen. I've seen all of a sudden things go sideways or go backwards or start to backfire on them. So pay attention. If you're going to do it, you're going to try it. Again, I'm all for it. Find someone who knows what they're doing with it. Implement it right. Because remember, muscle mass is key. And to be able to get all the amino acids you need to maintain and, and, and enhance muscle mass, it's hard to do. So find an expert that can help you put all the amino acids together in those meals because it's critical. It's very easy to do with meat. It's hard to do in a vegan style diet, but you can. But make sure you get that expert guiding you and then test it long-term. 
And if you feel yourself starting to slip or things starting to go sideways or your energy starting to dip or your blood chemistry starting to change in the negative or your muscle mass is going down, you got to have the, the mental fortitude to know, okay, this isn't right for me. I got to make some change no matter what you're doing. Okay. No matter what you're doing. So that's the two things I want to leave you with. One, find a big purpose behind why you're taking care of yourself. Your results will be staggering when you dial that in and it means something to you. If it's continuing, I just want to look better. I want to drop 10 pounds so I'm sexier or my selfies are better or whatever that is. That's low-level living. You're not going to get the change. It's not enough of a reason why. Okay? There's not enough purpose behind that. If you want big change, you got to have big purpose. And then two, if you're being persuaded around the vegan diet, again, I'm not completely against it. Okay? But just understand, if it was a documentary that's causing you to sway or making you think you're doing it wrong, that is not research, okay? That is entertainment, and it is very biased entertainment. It's just like with research. You got to always see who is funding the research that you're reading because very often it's a company funding the research trying to get a specific response to get you to buy what it is they're offering, okay? Be a human study of one, and that's you. Test things out. See how they're going. Track your blood chemistry. What's it doing to that? Track your energy. Track your body composition. Track how you're showing up in the world. Is it getting better? Or is it getting worse? Uh, Dr. Jay Tita, I love it. Uh, he called it Schmeck. It was the number one predictor thing you can use, the tool you can use to say if something's working for you or not, is your Schmeck. How's your sleep? How's your hunger? How's your mood? How's your energy? And how are your cravings? When what you're doing for your personal metabolism is working well, your Schmeck will be in check. Those five things will be dialed in. You'll sleep great. You're not hungry all the time, but you still have hunger every 45 hours. Uh, you're in a good optimistic mood. You have nice stable energy and you don't have cravings. If any one of those five are off, whatever you're doing is not working for your metabolism. He's got a whole bunch of information on that. Dr. J, or I think it's just jtita.com or drjtita.com. You can look more in or just Google that. Dr. Tita Schmeck, S-H-M-E-C, if you want a little more information on that. I think that's a great tool. It's worked really well for myself and my clients using that, okay? Hope that helps. Have a great week. Uh, and next week we'll be on. I have another guest coming on, um, Mary Belda McGrath from Driven Leadership. Her and her husband, Eric, are, are great friends of mine now. I've done a lot of work with them. And I went through a program early on called Bold with them. It was uh, 48 hours up in the mountains, isolated from the world. It was the first step that I took to start rebuilding my mental fortitude, how I saw life, how I saw myself. That was step one in a massive overhaul of my le my life. That was back in January of 2000, or sorry, I think it was November of 2015, right around that time frame. Um, and that started it all. And it was phenomenal. I cannot wait to have her on as a guest, doing a little deeper dive into bold and driven leadership and, and how they see life and how they pursue life and how they help people pursue a bigger meaning of life. One of the coolest things that I saw from that, specifically around fitness and metabolism, was it helped people see themselves for who they are. They fell back in love with themselves going through that process. And the most common thing was that I heard coming out of the process, like, oh, my God, I've totally neglected myself. I haven't taken care of myself. I now see the value I bring to the world. I got to support that. I got to bring my best self forward every day. And that point, from that point forward, people start taking care of themselves. And they would get staggering results changing how their body looked because it meant something so much greater to them to take care of themselves. So see you next week with Mary Belda McGrath.